the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Jenna Ellis Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And she's ready to tackle the big cultural and legal issues facing America. This is The Jenna Ellis Show. Here is your host, Jenna Ellis. Happy Thursday, friends, and welcome to The Jenna Ellis Show, brought to you by Legacy Precious Metals. Because, friends, last year your dollar lost a ton of value. Inflation rose by almost 7% in just one month towards the end of the year. That means in 30 days your dollar became 93 cents. Inflation is a silent killer. It is a hidden tax felt by everyone. And the Biden or Brandon administration is only making it worse. Inflation is not slowing down. It's escalating so quickly. Gold provides a hedge against inflation and can protect your family's wealth. So Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold and silver. So you have to take this seriously because oil prices are rising. We have supply chain issues and all of this is going to compound our inflation problems. You can trust Legacy Precious Metals because they give you unbiased counsel based on your personal situation. So it's time to be proactive for your retirement health and your financial health before you regret it. So take steps now to protect yourself. Call Legacy Precious Metals and they can advise you on all of your options, whether that's rolling your existing retirement account into a gold-backed IRA or whether that's holding physical metals directly in your home or whether it's diversifying your portfolio into cryptocurrency. You can speak to an IRA expert at Legacy Precious Metals at 866-528-1903. That's 866-528-1903 or download their free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right. And joining me now is my very good friend who is running for governor from the great state of Pennsylvania, Senator Doug Mastriano. Uh, Senator, thank you so much for joining me. I just got to see you and your lovely wife, Rebby, at CPAC. Uh, that was such a great time. And I wanted to have you on, especially to uh, talk about your campaign, why the state of Pennsylvania is so important. Ground zero, I think, for uh, the presidential election in 2024. But then also uh, as a combat veteran, you have um, a great perspective on this whole situation with Ukraine. So lots to talk about. Where do you want to start? Uh, Ukraine and Russia sounds great to me. Okay, great. So, um, so give people a little bit of your background and, um, and then, you know, kind of your perspective on this. I think it's really fascinating. So I was uh, 30 years in the Army, so most of my 20s, all of my 30s, all of my 40s, and part of my 50s uh, in uniform, full-time active duty, and uh, every day I did that. It's the only thing I wanted to do in life, actually. And obviously, when I first entered the Army back in the Cold War, yes, I'm old. I got it. Back in the 80s, uh, serving on the Iron Curtain, Revy and I, newlyweds. I even actually had hair back then, so it's a very <laughs> <laughs> so, 
but you know, we served on the Iron Curtain on the, as an exchange student, as a teenager in high school. I, I was in East Berlin, was detained by the Volkspolizei, the People's Police, just for taking a picture in the Friedrichstrasse U-Bahn uh, subway in English, <laughs> whatever that word is. And uh, I remember being on the Iron Curtain a few years later as Lieutenant Mastriano and just feeling so fulfilled that I was on the pointy end of the spear with the Second Cavalry Regiment defending us against that godless system, that socialist system that now the Democrats want to bring to America. And obviously, I studied, I was uh, an expert of sorts uh, of the Soviet Army, and uh, now I continued on to be an expert in the, in the Russian Army, so 30 years of dealing with that. So oh. in the War College, my last five years in the Army, I was professor of uh, strategy at the U.S. Army War College in Car Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And uh, our focus, again, was Russia. And uh, as my last Army job before I went to education, uh, was with the NATO headquarters, NATO land headquarters in Germany, and I was the senior intelligence officer at the Army level, a G2, we call it. And uh, there we had to deal with uh, Georgia's venture into, I'm sorry, Russia's venture into Georgia, and uh, there's a lot of parallels. I don't know how much depth you want me to get into here, so I'll hand it back over to you. <laughs> no, this is all really uh, fascinating. I think there are so many different perspectives. You know, I've had a couple people on in the last few days talking about uh, different perspectives on Russia and Ukraine and this whole situation. And I think there's a lot of um, whether it's misinformation or just different perspectives on social media, where I think a lot of people are wondering what exactly can we trust? Because it seems really odd that uh, the narrative from the left is propping up Ukraine. And then you have people even like Sean Hannity, um, who went viral today for his radio comment, you know, saying that NATO forces need to go and, um, you know, and invade and help invade. And I mean, that would basically spark World War Three. So I think there's a lot of um, just different perspectives here. And so from somebody who actually has um, has been on the inside in terms of the military and that type of intel, how do we parse this information for people who aren't experienced and we're kind of seeing the foreign policy from the sidelines? Yeah, it is very interesting how we have this divergence of views. You know, we have Hannity on one side and Tucker Carlson on the complete other side there basically just just leave it be kind of thing and uh you know i'm kind of caught i'm really kind of torn uh, jen i gotta be honest because i think about 1938 you know when prime minister chamberlain's appeasement conference in munich and it really bothered me that that vice president harris thought it was a good idea to go to munich just like in 1938 that appeased hitler i was like the, the parallels were a bit chilling to me yeah. um I don't know. I, I think uh, we need to be careful. Uh, we do have a, a bit of a problem here. In 1994, Ukraine was one of the largest holders of nuclear weapons in the world, left over from the Soviet Empire. And the United States, the United Kingdom, and Russia signed an agreement with Ukraine called the Bucharest Accord, where we promised to come to their defense if they're ever attacked, if they give up their nukes. And it seems like that agreement has, has been out the window now. And we should be very careful about those kind of entanglements. Uh, but on the other side here, we'll will passivity embolden Vladimir Putin? And of course, yes, it will. But that's how he is. He's seen weakness in the Biden administration. He saw strength with Donald Trump. That's why he generally behaved for four years. He tried to mess with us in Syria, and, and Trump had an entire convoy of Russian mercenaries bombed, and uh, at least 100 were killed in, in Syria. When they're coming towards one of our bases, they were told to stop, and they kept coming. And so Putin's like, OK, I'm not going to mess with this guy. But he saw our guy, Biden, and his ridiculous retreat from Afghanistan. He saw us arm our enemies, you know, the Taliban, 80-some billion dollars worth of equipment. Uh, he sees the ties of the Biden administration, uh, corruption with, with Ukraine and Ukraine oligarchs. And so he's, he's, he sees a guy who obviously has a mental decline. We see a guy who's being dragged around by his wife, Jill. I mean, 
And so Putin's like, this, this is red meat. And so we're in a dangerous area right now. Yeah. And so where do you think that uh, the United Nations is in all this? I mean, I think they're a pretty weak organization, clearly, and, you know, don't really have a whole lot to do. But then when you see that, uh, you know, Russia has that veto power on the Security Council and um, even some of the resolutions that now Congress is trying to to put forward. And, uh, you know, I don't really see that actually doing a lot or accomplishing much. I don't think that will necessarily um, even distract Putin. But do you think that that is at least helpful on the world stage? Or how should people be thinking about the United Nations and just generally? So on the U.N. side, I watched how the U.N. mishandled the uh, civil war in Yugoslavia in the 90s. And and nothing was resolved until Uncle Sam, the United States Army, showed up and, and forced peace upon the Serbs and the Bosniaks and the Croats. Um, so the UN, it's symbolic. Uh, it, there's things they can do, but I think generally they're not going to be able to stop this. As far as NATO, once again, that's going to really be up to the United States in a lot of ways. Yes, there's, there's 30 nations with an equal vote. You know, whether you're Montenegro or the United States, you have an equal vote here. Uh, I think the weak link in NATO, though, is Germany, because Germany's economy is so tied in with the Russian oil and gas industry. And Ronald Reagan warned Helmut Kohl, then prime minister in the 80s of Germany, he warned them not to get hooked onto uh, Soviet then gas and oil. Uh, Russia is a single commodity country. Basically, most of their GDP comes from oil and gas, $70 billion a year or more. And uh, convincing the Germans to you know, let their economy and uh, their oil and gas industry or resources for, for energy to, to uh, fuel their uh, industry is going to be really hard. Um, I think, you know, my, my way ahead, my recommendation is, is not a direct confrontation between uh, NATO and Russian forces. I think if no-fly zone would drag us into the war, that, that would be too far for Putin. He's told us uh, Ukraine and Georgia and all that are off limits, basically. And, uh, you know, whether we decide to go to war over them or not, I think it's, it's okay, though, to uh, prop up and, and to replenish the Ukrainian army with defensive weapons like anti-aircraft Stinger missiles and anti-tank Javelin missiles and uh, make it hard for the Russians to overrun that country. Yeah. And, you know, speak, going back to the whole oil and gas uh, issue, I mean, this is something where Joe Biden, with the stroke of his pen, cut off the Keystone Pipeline and could easily renew that and say, OK, we don't need to be dependent on uh, Russia and foreign sources. And it seems like with his State of the Union address saying basically stealing the line from Donald Trump of made in America and buy American and all of that, he's not actually putting that into practice in one of the most practical ways that he could. Yeah, we were energy independent under Donald Trump, and, and that was incredible. It was the first time in, in, I don't know, 70 years or so that it happened. We are an exporter of energy. And now under Joe Biden, now under Joe Biden, I repeat this, we are importing about 600 million barrels of oil a year from Russia. What are you, nuts? So we're empowering, enriching, and, and giving capabilities to Vladimir Putin to do this kind of stuff. Uh, that Pennsylvania is the number two uh, energy producer as far as uh, natural gas. And so... My plan as governor, obviously, is to take off uh, the restrictions on the state lands, to, to reduce the regulations and all the taxes that our Democrat governor every year put on the gas industry, and just to open up our wells and become an exporter of energy and become number one. Number one right now is Texas. We're going to beat them. Because here's the benefit. When I, when I was, I spent a lot of time in the Baltic nations, and they're not, they don't like to be called Eastern Europe because that's close to Russia. They, so they're Northern Europe now, according to the UN. So Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania by the Gulf of Finland and exit Poland and Belarus, 
Uh, those three countries, I helped them, uh, you know, to work on their strategy vis-a-vis -vis Russia. But I spent a lot of time in Lithuania with the former Minister of Defense, and her name is uh, Raza Jabikanitsa. And she told me, because Pennsylvania is a partner state with Lithuania, and she said, we want to buy Pennsylvania liquefied natural gas. We, we built this ship and a terminal off of Klapida, and uh, we, they, they're calling the ship Independence, like, just like Pennsylvania. And But you guys aren't exporting it. Right now, we're buying it off of Norway. So we could... We could strengthen our position economically in Pennsylvania. Meanwhile, also by strengthening our allies overseas and enriching and uh, reducing uh, Vladimir Putin's power to actually wage war in neighboring countries. Vaccines have not eliminated the Chinese Fauci virus, so we all need extra protection for our immune systems. My friends at Centurion Labs have combined five key ingredients to defend your immune system against allergies, cold, the flu, and even the coronavirus. It's called Centurion Defender, and it incorporates vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, copper, and quercetin in just one capsule. No more swallowing 10 pills a day or not taking supplements because the individual cost is just too high. So take one Defender with breakfast and one with dinner and keep living your life. Just like the Centurions of Rome led by example and held themselves to the highest possible standards, Centurion Labs has dedicated the last 15 years to research and develop safe, effective, and affordable healthcare products made in the USA that you can trust. For a limited time, listeners of this show can save 20% off their first order of Centurion Defender. Visit centurionlabs.com forward slash Jenna and use the promo code J-E-N-N-A. Defend your health today with Centurion Defender. That's centurionlabs.com forward slash Jenna and the promo code Jenna. Centurion Labs, that's with an S, centurionlabs.com forward slash J-E-N-N-A. Yeah, and Pennsylvania, um, you know, now shifting, I guess, more domestically now, um, you know, I want to get your reaction to the State of the Union. And obviously, you know, Joe Biden, I thought was uh, was just completely bewildering. And I don't know uh, who is more incompetent now, him or Kamala Harris. They both seem to not be able to have uh, coherent, structured sentences. Uh, but Joe Biden seemed like he could not even get through reading a teleprompter. He didn't really seem like he knew exactly what he was saying. He was just reading a script. And so from you know the world stage perspective, it's absolutely true that he's not really a threat um, in terms of leadership to Putin. But what does that mean then for the United States and domestically when we're looking at state strength and state sovereignty? I mean, we've seen, of course, uh, over throughout 2020 and the differences uh, between how state and local leaders handled things versus what the federal government tried to do in terms of overreach. So what is your perspective on uh, Pennsylvania specifically and also for America in general when we're looking at you know three more years of this incompetent, ridiculous idiot? Yeah, I'll uh, paraphrase and try to quote actually from Biden. So although Russian tanks might encircle Kiev or Kiev, as he calls it, They'll never capture the hearts of the Iranian people. The <laughs> Iranian people. Imagine Vladimir Putin listening to this. You're like, what a joke. This guy doesn't have any of his cognitive capabilities at all. Putin is a macho man. He's he's a tiger hunter. He's riding around on horseback without a shirt on a couple years ago. I mean, a black belt judo wrestler kind of guy. I mean, and he sees this. He grew up in a rough neighborhood, been, been in Leningrad now, back to St. Petersburg. And he's seeing this, this, this doddering old man supposedly leading our country and he's like i got this he's just going to burn out the clock and he'll, he'll say and do whatever it takes for biden just to stay the heck out of uh, russian affairs and ukrainian affairs for that matter but as far as uh back to the domestic specifically 
you and I, you know, we were down at CPAC in, in Florida with Rebbe, and uh, we were in a free state with a great Republican governor. What a difference one good governor can make. You, you know it's bad, Jenna, and I, I don't like cold weather. You know it's bad, and I start looking at South Dakota as a good alternative to Pennsylvania because they have good <laughs> leadership. That's, that's really right. hard to admit. And so um, a governor of Pennsylvania, one of the greatest energy-producing states in the nation here, I, I don't need joe biden's permission to open up the wells on, on federal lands yeah but most of the lands thank god are state lands in pennsylvania so we have an opportunity here to fuel new england and even to fuel our allies overseas and therefore reduce the power and capabilities of vladimir putin because for him th this is my interpretation because i've studied this a lot i've written a lot on this people google project 1721 download it for free don't buy it um, it, we, I delineate in there, I have the multinational study I did with other officers in NATO, looking at the Eastern European situation and Northern European. And Vladimir Putin, he needs, uh, he's been trying to modernize his army. And we're seeing in Ukraine that he's really failed in success because oil prices under Donald Trump were suppressed. Vladimir Putin needed gas and oil to be at uh, $80 a barrel. To, to modernize his army. And thank God for Trump, because at one point it was like 35 bucks a barrel. So he, that's why the Ukrainians are stopping him. Now he's, he's trying to trying to overwhelm them with, you know, with force, with just sheer numbers. Um, we'll see how that turns out for him. But domestically, a governor of Pennsylvania, the governor of Mastriano of Pennsylvania, we're, we're going to be an energy producer and exporter. And because of that, our people become wealthier, more prosperous. People enjoy the benefits of being an energy producing state. And at the same time, we can strengthen our allies and start exporting it to the, our friends in the Baltic nations and maybe even Germany. One last thought. 2016, we had a really bad winter and it was terrible. And uh, it got so bad that they were running out of energy up in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. And instead of buying natural gas off of Pennsylvania, they actually brought in ships from Russia. That, that's sheer madness. That shows you how nuts the left policies had gone. Yeah, and the the left is completely nuts in terms of their policies, and we saw that especially in Pennsylvania for uh, some of the things that the governor did um, in terms of mail-in ballots and some of the other election integrity issues. And so, you know, I don't know if you heard about the um, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court reversing that opinion and now allowing for mail-in ballots. That's kind of an ongoing situation there now. Um, so, in terms of Pennsylvania being, I think, you know, one of the key states to make sure that we have election integrity for um, not only 2022, but especially moving in to the 2024 presidential race. Uh, what are your thoughts on that and um, and making sure that, you know, Pennsylvania uh, voters have confidence in their uh, in their government and also in election integrity? And you're right. You said one of the key states and we are the Keystone state. And it's kind of interesting when William Penn founded our country. Uh, our state, sorry, in 1682, at the behest of you know King Charles II, he had recently let at, been in jail for his Christian faith. And King Charles said, hey, William, I'll let you out of jail if you deny your faith. And he said, I'd rather die. And so because he was faithful in little things, the parable of talents, God made him, you know, gave him great things, Pennsylvania. And he wanted to be the seat of a nation. And this, these words are engraved on our capital, that we might do what is just, right, and good. And uh, he wanted to be a place where people could be free and believe whatever they want to and live with their lives as they see fit. And, you know, God answered his faithfulness. And, uh, and just a few years after his death, we were the seat of the nation in 1776, where the light of liberty was lit in Philadelphia. And then, of course, and you, you were there with me on a tour with Rebbe as well. 
you know, Gettysburg, a new birth of freedom. It's 1863. And then, of course, in 2001, 9-11, Todd Beamer and others on Flight 93 try to take that plane back. And his, his last words were, let's roll. And so we see Pennsylvania is always central to this here. So I do believe if Pennsylvania can get its house in order and, uh, you know, I, I win the gubernatorial race. And we will win it, by the way, despite the prognosticity. Every confidence in that. Yes. <laughs> and everyone listening, if you are in Pennsylvania, vote in the primaries and then vote in the general. That's the best way. And rally behind Doug Mastriano because you are, I believe, the future of Pennsylvania and will be a beacon of hope and leadership for the rest of the nation. And I think that the free state of Florida is then going to have a little bit of a rivalry because of how good your governorship is going to be. As, as much as I love Ron to say as a fighter, we're going to make it look like amateur hour. Kicking out <laughs> but I'm, I'm jesting there. But okay, so people, Jenna, will say, you know, I'm Doug, I'm not going to vote. My vote's not going to count. Look what happened in 2020. And you know, you, you were at the Gettysburg hearing with us. And you, we heard those testimonies. We heard, you know, Colonel Phil talk about they stopped cut counting at two o'clock in the morning and they turned the machines back on and suddenly 570,000 ballots were dropped and like 3,290 went for Donald Trump. And, and the, everyone in the room, including myself, kind of gasped, like, what? How's that possible? Um, but he, he, let me give you a couple of vignettes to give hope to people on why you should vote. Last May, we had two constitutional amendments on the ballot. Despite all our problems with the election, despite the fraud, and it was rigged against us last May because the governor worked his tail off trying to keep those those imperial kingly powers he had on, you know, with shutting us down and all that. Uh, by word of mouth, we got out, Jenna. The people overwhelmingly came out. We were the first state in the nation to strip the governor of his supreme emergency powers. It was a, it was a miracle, but the people came out. It was a people's movement. So for me to win... You can't say, oh, I'm not going to vote. My vote doesn't count. Well, first off, that's not true. Second off, you will fulfill that prophecy if you don't go. That's exactly what the mm -hmm. Democrats want you to say. And lastly, look what happened in Virginia. It was rigged, rigged against Yonkin, and uh, him and the people rose up. And here's what he did. First off, the Republicans had 95% of their polls manned. I mean, that's incredible. Pennsylvania, we need to do the same in November. Uh, the lawyers are forward deployed as well, ready to go at the polling stations. We'll need to do that in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh in particular. And then there's other things we can do. So once once I'm in as governor, though, we have one year to, to get everything right. And so we're going to get it done because guess what? I get to appoint the secretary of state and the secretary of state oversees elections in Pennsylvania. And I will put the right person in that seat and they're, and they're going to change history and save our nation. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to that. And I know that everyone who is listening to this is looking at Pennsylvania as, as and as you said, I think it's a keystone state, right? And a key state for uh, not only election integrity, but moving forward and making sure that uh, we really protect and preserve what is the inheritance of America, which is a government of the people, by the people, for the people. And so we, the people, do need to get out and reclaim our government and say we have to participate in our government. And that has been, you know, my mantra on this show and for the last, you know, several years with President Trump as well, just saying everyone needs to get out and vote. We can't just say we can't be involved in civics or my vote doesn't count or all of the different excuses, we have to get out and states matter. And so if you're in Pennsylvania right now, I would highly encourage you to not only get involved um, and not only vote, but just make sure that you're also encouraging other people as well, your friends and your family. And so, uh, Doug Mastriano, how can people reach you, help your campaign and also be one of the poll watchers, um, you know, be participants, not just in our vote. That's the most important thing. But we do need people um, 
who are poll watchers, who are volunteering on Election Day and making sure that we are keeping our elections secure. So go to Doug for number four, DougForGov.com, and you can volunteer on there. You can donate on there. We need we need you to volunteer. There's a, a call to action and pretty much repeats what you just said. If you can volunteer, please do so. Right now we're circulating petitions to get me on the ballot. And it takes a few thousand signatures to do that. And so please uh, sign a petition or, or circulate a petition. We have about a week and a half to go on that. Uh, number two, if you can donate, please do. Don't let it be between a donation of Doug and food or medicine. No. If you can donate, please do. Uh, some people apologize to me because, oh, Doug, I can only give you a few bucks. And I've seen donations, Jenna, from two bucks online to 5000 online. If, if everyone, you know, on my live streams at night kicked in 25 bucks, that'd be, you know, $10,000 sometimes. So it doesn't take much. And if everyone gets a little bit from whatever God provides them, uh, we'll go to get over the top. You know, it's it, like it, a vote. You know, everybody says, oh, I only have one vote. That's not much. But if, you know, a million people put in one vote, that's a million votes. And that actually matters. I mean, so so you may think that it's just a little bit. But in aggregate, it's actually huge. I agree. So and. Look, we have problems in Pennsylvania. They have not been resolved. The issues that you, I, Giuliani, and others talked about on the Gettysburg hearing on the 25th of November 2020 have not been addressed. Um, But still, despite the problems last May, we came out in overwhelming numbers because our lives are being destroyed by Governor Wolf, and we stripped him of his powers, although it was rigged against us. And why do I say that? Jenna, he had his Department of State put the two ballot questions in language. You had no idea what you're voting on. And they admit it. Yeah, we purposely did that. We wanted mm-hmm. to obscure voting on. So it was, it was word of mouth, you know, on lives, people like me out there vote. Yes, yes. On the two first questions. And you did it. We did it then. We can do it again. If you care about your state, you want to hand over the freedoms to your children and grandchildren. This this is your one last chance to do it. And so get get off your seat and get out there and vote. We need you. Yeah. And a lot of people, the number one question that I get asked all the time is what's going on with election integrity? Why haven't we seen more changes? You know, what are you doing? Why are people you know, ignoring this issue? Well, we're not ignoring it. We are working on it, but it does take getting the right people in positions of power to make sure that they can enact those changes. And so a lot in Pennsylvania in particular, uh, even though the majority uh, is is still held by Republicans in both houses, we have some really weak, spineless people that are there. So, you know, Doug, you have definitely been uh, combating them as hard as possible. You've had a lot of really good accomplishments. But the key for Pennsylvania is to elect a governor, because as you said, you would get to appoint a secretary of state, unlike, for example, you know, our good friend Mark Fincham is running for secretary of state out of the state of Arizona. In Arizona, that is the key office. He has to be elected to that position and then can, um, you know, make sure that the elections are run according to the state law. I mean, that, that should just be a given that that's the secretary of state's job. But for a lot of what happened in Pennsylvania in the aftermath of the 2020 election, that all came from the governor's office. And so when we get the right person in Pennsylvania's governor's office, which I believe is Doug Mastrano, you're looking at him right now. When we get you in office, then you will be able to enact 
a lot of really good change and uh, make sure that we are cleaning up Pennsylvania and making sure that we're protecting election integrity. And this is not a Democrat or Republican issue. This is an American issue. This is something where we care about the safety, security and integrity of our ballot and making sure that election integrity is uh, is enacted for everyone. And so that's what the Democrats don't want. They continue to say, you know, all of these negative things like, you know, the racism and, oh, you're wanting to make it, you know, hard to vote, all this other stuff. No, we want to make it easy to vote, hard to cheat. That's the key thing. And Democrats don't want to admit that their policies are actually illegal, according to state law. So uh, we need to make sure that we have really good conservatives in those key positions, because unfortunately, the state legislatures just really are the same spineless wimps that they were uh, back in 2020. So this is the key race for Pennsylvania. And Senator Mastriano, I know that you've come um, at a a lot of opposition. And so I am praying for you. I know that people around the country are praying for you. And, um, you know, what is your take on the primary? I know that's, you know, that's coming up really quickly, actually, in May. So that's really the first key date. And then moving on uh, for the general. Tuesday, May 17th is the primary. And uh, we're, we're a closed primary in Pennsylvania. So that means you can only vote in the primary if you're a Republican or Democrat and only for the, the candidate of your party. So if you want to if you're an independent or Democrat and many thousands are switching to, their, their party to vote for me, you have to re-register not later than the 2nd of May to be able to vote for me in the primary. You can switch back after the May 17th primary to independent or Democrat. But we really do need you. We are a people's movement. We're called the Walk is Free People Movement. Our motto is uh, John 836, if Jesus set you free, you're free indeed. It's all about freedom, restoring freedom to people's lives and people's hands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we're going to take our state back, we have to stick together. Benjamin Franklin said in 1776, after the signing of the Declaration of Independence, he goes, either we hang together or we hang separately. It's true today. So there's a big pool of candidates. There's 13 or 15 still in the race for governor, which is fantastic. Not one of the other candidates lifted a finger to help you when, you're, when your business was shut down, when you, you were deemed non-essential, when our science-denying Secretary of Health thought it was a good idea to send the sick back into the homes, which led to the deaths of 16,000 of our loved ones. That's, that's more proportionally than New York, a week ahead of Cuomo, by the way. And instead of suffering consequences, you know, uh, that individual went on to become the second most highest uh, health official in America now and got promoted to admiral as well. It's just a madness. You know, they're calling evil good and good evil. So we got to walk together in this whole thing here. The race is looking fantastic. Every poll since May has us ahead. Uh, One of my rivals actually took a poll. They're not going to release it because obviously it's terrible for them. But it had me at 40 percent, next next Republican at 20 percent, and then everyone else was single digits. And uh, we're going to see that spread grow by God's grace. But we have to get the word out. So folks in Pennsylvania, we have a big rally in Lancaster on the 15th of March at Spooky Nook, Mannheim, just north of Lancaster City. Danny Gokey's going to be there leading worship and singing. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we have Liz Harrington, Trump, uh, Trump's uh, spokeswoman, coming in. Uh, we have Teddy Daniels, uh, my selection for uh, lieutenant governor, combat veteran, Purple Heart recipient, real war hero. Kathy Barnett, also an Army veteran, running for Senate and uh, U.S. Senate. It's going to be a blast. You're not going to want to miss it. Also, Tabitha Velo, who's running the Free PA movement. So these are people who got tired of their elected officials not doing anything and stepping forth out of their civilian lives and, and helping businesses to reopen. So we're tired of politics and politicians. We want action. 
Amen to that. Absolutely. And I think everyone listening to this will say amen to that, because that is the movement that we're seeing across the country, not just in Pennsylvania, but so many people who I bring on this show have that exact same thought that we are so tired of the corruption in Washington, the corruption on the state level of these career politicians. And we need to make sure to have the people's movement and citizens who are just engaged in their government. And I know from you personally, um, Senator Mastriano, from you know the moment that we met in Gettysburg um, and all the way, you know, through the last uh, almost two years now, you know, just absolute crazy um, that we have been through together. I know from you personally, your faith is sincere. Your love for this country is sincere. Um, you know, you put your life on the line as um, as a combat veteran for this country. And now, um, you know, you're not the career politician. You are someone who wants to be in office to actually make sure to preserve and protect the right of the people in this country that is God given. And so I think Thank you so much for running for governor. I told you when I saw you at CPAC that um, I was so excited because when you first told me you were thinking about it, it's like, I will be the first person to endorse you. And I was, and I'm, I, I like need a button for that. Like first person to endorse uh, Doug Mastriano, but I'm so excited that you're running. I hope that everyone in Pennsylvania, um, you know, everyone knows that I very publicly left the Republican party in my home state of Colorado, where I can vote. We have, um, we don't have a closed primary. It's open. So I'm unaffiliated. I can still vote. If I couldn't vote in the primary, I would re-register. That is a huge thing. So in Pennsylvania, that is a huge thing. Make sure that you're registered. Make sure that you're registered with the Republican Party so that you can get out and you can vote for Senator Mastriano. So thank you, sir, so much for um, coming on today. Look forward to talking with you soon and coming up to Pennsylvania soon as well. So I'll be there for a couple of rallies and we'll announce those. And uh, really excited to support you. Thank you, Jenna. God bless you. Thanks for all that you're doing for our country. You're an American hero. Thank you. God bless you as well. Before I go, I also want to talk about my good friend, Mike Lindell. He has been canceled out of so many box stores for simply standing up for his own political opinion and disagree or not, uh, or support him or not. It is a fundamental right of every American to be able to voice their opinion. And that absolutely includes politics. That absolutely includes uh, issues that are central to our culture. That includes faith. Uh, Mike is such a very sincere Christian, and I am proud to consider him a friend. And he is, of course, a friend of this show. So right now, there is a special on MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including a great towel set, which is a six-piece set includes two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths, made in the USA, regularly $109.99, now just $39.99, but you have to use the promo code Jenna. That's J-E-N-N-A. That tells Mike that you listen to this show, you're happy that he is uh, a sponsor of this show, and you will get great, great discounts, but use the promo code Jenna, that's J-E-N-N-A, either at MyPillow.com or call one 800 564 8475 and use the promo code Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.